Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This is the only opportunity we have tonight with each other. We don't get these. It's time for 92.9 The Game's High School Scoreboard Show. Join us along with high school sports guru Sam Crenshaw and former high school football head coach Chris Parker. Listen in as we get you up to date on everything you need to know in the world of high school football in Georgia. From score updates to live reports from the week's top matchups, we bring Friday Night Lights to life. Hey, let's get this thing popping, man! 92.9 The Game's High School Scoreboard Show is brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. The 92.9 The Game's High School Scoreboard Show is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Chris. And a good Friday evening, or a Black Friday evening, whichever one. <laughs> Nine points up in the studios of Midtown Atlanta. Uh, Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. Welcome into the High School Scoreboard Show for the quarterfinal round of the GHSA State High School Football Playoffs. It's an incredible time. It's been an incredible week. Hope you and yours uh, had a, a filling and safe uh, and wonderful Thanksgiving holiday yesterday. And today you're enjoying your leftovers or enjoying your shopping online or you're shopping in person or, or whatever you may be enjoying. And glad you got room to include us, the High School Scoreboard Show. We're jumping on a little early because of NFL football. The NFL decided to play on, on Friday, decided to throw us one more game uh, in there this week before the game's on Sunday. And uh, we just had that here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, and we're getting set for the games to start. We're less than an hour away from kickoff of games around the state in the quarterfinal round. Chris, you say this is your you you think this is the best football, the quarterfinal round, the best. Yeah, I do, Sam. I think this is the best week of the playoffs. I'm obviously state championship games, the pinnacle of what you want to win, but you're talking about great matchups across the board. Okay, you got four games in each classification. There's only four games, all four of them with some great, great matchups. Like, let me give you an example, Sam. Okay, okay. Let's talk about 6A, not even 7A. There's 7As in Georgia, 7's the top. Let's talk about the second classification. Here's, the, here's your four games tonight. Lee County, perennial state champion Lee County. Yes. Traveling to Douglas County, 12-0 and 0 for the first time in a long time. Yep. That's going to be a good game, two great teams. Who's, who's going to win that one? No idea. No idea. Right? Great ball game. Though. Gainesville's playing Woodward Academy. Wow. Gainesville, 12 and 0. Last year was 14 and 1. 26 and 1 since Coach Niblett stepped on campus. 
but they're going against Woodward Academy. Yeah. Who's really, really good. Beat Houston County last week at Woodward. They're right here down not too far from us. Yep, right down by the airport. We'll play that one. Marist, 11-1, perennial power. At Roswell, 11-1, perennial power. Who's going to win that? Man, that's no going to be a tough game. Yeah, it's really no idea. It's a tough game. Thomas County, this might be the best one of all of them. Thomas County Central, who I think may be the best team of this whole group. And you know what that means. I mean, I think they're going to win it all. Okay. But they may not get out of tonight because they're playing Rome, who's only lost to Carrollton and hasn't played a close game since. True. And the game is at Barron Stadium, Rome, Georgia. Oh. They've come all the way up from Thomasville yeah, on yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had to get the turkey on the road. <laughs> no time for leftovers. And now they're going to Rome, the Barron Stadium. Yep. Take on a great Rome team. So, so that's just one classification. Now there's eight. Yep. But so let me run that down again. Lee County, Douglas County, Gainesville, Wilbert Academy, Maris Roswell, and Thomas County Central in Rome. Yeah. That's four good games. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, next week is semifinals, next week state championship. Those are bigger games. Right. But I don't know if you're going to see as many just great teams. I feel like there's always five, six, seven, or eight great teams in a class. And this is the first round you really see them all playing each other. Yeah. Yeah. They're all squaring off and facing each other tonight in this classification. You're right. The 6A division is the one that kind of really jumps off the page. Tonight, well, a lot of people are paying attention to the 7A, and rightfully so, but the 6A, you, you got no slouches. These are all teams that you can see playing for the championship uh, going in, in action tonight. That is great. This is always an interesting week. Uh, not everybody gets to, to practice this week. Matter of fact, why don't we talk about that a little bit just this week and what goes into it in our opening drive. It's time for the opening drive. Brought to you by the WSauce. Bigger, better, bolder. Visit WSauce.com to find a retailer near you. All right, all right. This is the the week that a lot of people, you know, really play for to get to. Uh, When you're playing, uh, when you're practicing and you're working out in the summer and things get started in August, there's sweat and heat. You're looking forward to this particular week. The quarterfinal week usually falls on Thanksgiving break. You don't have to go to school. All you do is you come in and practice in the mornings or whatnot. But talk about that and, and what goes goes into to that particular this particular week. Well, it's definitely a watershed moment, or it's definitely a, a line of demarcation for programs. Okay, what that means is if you're a program that struggled, you just like if you can get to Thanksgiving, man, it's been a year, right? And if you're a program that's always there, some of those I just named: Cartersville, Buford, some of the ones. You got to make it to here. Like, this is where you, you know, and then after that, we see. Right. But the expectation is to make it to Thanksgiving, or the ceiling is to make it to Thanksgiving. And either way, practicing on Thanksgiving week when most people aren't in school is something. And practicing on Thanksgiving day, which usually a Thursday practice is a pretty low key practice anyway. Right. So people are usually doing it early in the morning, but it's just a time to gather the community of people, maybe the parents and the booster club. And people, like, hey, just get everybody together, eat some, eat a little bit in the morning maybe and have a little walk through and then get them to their families. But there's something special about getting that opportunity. There's also that opportunity, also some logistics, because sometimes you got a long bus ride. We have some teams that have had some long. You mentioned Thomas County Central going all the way up to Rome. I don't know how long that ride takes. But that's that, that that's that, that's a long one. I understand um, 
Uh, Jeff Hood let me know that North North Oconee left yesterday mm-hmm. uh, because they're playing down at Benedictine down in Savannah. That's a, that's a long ride for them. Uh, how would you play that if you could leave on Thursday? You go into South Georgia, or do you wait because you don't have school? You can just get up early Friday morning and ride. Well, there probably could be an argument to make for both, and I bet we saw some of both today. Yeah. If you fought around, but if you can get, if you have, if money's not an object and you can do it, it's going to be better to get away earlier. Okay. So I think Thomas County Central uh, was able to get out yesterday too. I know they went to Troop High School and did a walk through there yesterday. I think they went to Carrollton this morning and did a walk through and they went to Rome and played. You know, that's going to be best as far as peak performance on Friday night. Now, Grandma and a macaroni and cheese and a turkey and dressing uh, might not be best if they got to miss out on that. So we're going to have to decide what we can live with and what we can't, okay? (laughs) So I'm going to say it just depends on where you're going. But I think people leaving maybe yesterday late afternoons, Mm -hmm. something like that, and getting an opportunity to get away and then having the entire day today to get up, you know, some people, some coaches really like Sam for them to sleep in their own bed. Right. And then some are more apt to don't like the lone bus ride the day of the game. You know, you can't have both. You can't sleep in the same bed and not have the lone bus ride the day of the game. So you got to pick which one of those you think is the most lethargic for a kid. Right. The truth is, they're kids. They're probably fine either way. They're excited. Okay. They're so we're the up. people that are struggling right, right. when we're not sleeping in our bed. <laughs> you know, the kids are fine either way. But uh, it does give you more options because there's no school. You know, to your point, there's more options. But this time of year, if you are playing next week when there is school, yep. they'll work with you. Yeah, You yep. do what yep. you got to do. If you're in the Final Four, right. they'll you're work right. with you're you. Right. Absolutely. you. You do what you got to do. And because there's such great football now, Sam, all across the state. I mean, yeah, more teams are in Metro Atlanta, so obviously more games will be in Metro Atlanta. But you're seeing good ball everywhere. It's going to take people from Thomasville to Rome. Yeah. And from Gainesville to Atlanta and Woodward and, and like Walton's going to Carrollton and Camden County. You know where Camden County is, right? Yeah, oh, that's Jacksonville, basically. That's way down. So Camden County all the way to Gwinnett County, yeah, right? That's a right. At Mill Creek. Grayson and Buford now, that, <laughs> no big deal there. <laughs> Although it might take about as long to get from Grayson to Buford to get that old school Black Friday traffic, right? Yeah, really. Maybe not now, traffic. but yep, yep. but Dom doesn't know about that. But back in the day, Black Friday traffic, yep. it would have taken you as long to go from Buford to Grayson. You want to avoid the Mall of Georgia. Yeah, as it would have <laughs> taken. That, right? Yeah, <laughs> same distance as going from Camden County to, to Mill Creek. <laughs> probably so, probably so, probably so. You talked about, uh, you know, the teams have found indoor practice facilities on the way. You mentioned Troop. Troop has an indoor uh, facility where people can go and work out in. And then there are a couple of schools I know that practice over at University of Georgia indoors mm-hmm. this week. North Oconee did. I think Jefferson. They both had a chance to go and work. What an experience for those young people to get a chance to do that. Right. And keep in mind that about 5 to 6% of these kids will ever play another down of football after high school. Yeah. And if you're talking about big college football, you're 1 or 2%, right? Mm-hmm. So – yeah, this is what it's all about. When we talk to these people on the school days segment and we say, tell us about the time when, these are the things they think about. You know, the bus ride up, stopping in the end of study practice and getting to be at University of Georgia, doing some things that maybe the other students at the school don't get to do. Right. And that's what, And you know what? They should because they're the ones doing a lot of work nobody sees too. Everybody sees that picture of you getting to do something cool 
and see all that running. No. All that lifting, all the times you had to go and get out of bed in the summer when your friends didn't. So it's nice when they can be a reward for that. And every team doesn't get that. That's true. And that's what makes sports great. It's what makes football great. Everybody doesn't get that. You have to earn this opportunity to be playing this week. And then, yes, people are going to work with you. Yep, that's something. Now, we talk about one school school that's coming and some that expected, uh, some who've made adjustments. And the school that comes to mind to me is Jenkins. Jenkins out of Savannah. Three and seven. Three and seven coming into the playoffs. Three and seven. Uh, They get wins. They get two wins. And now they face Cartersville. Two wins by one point. That's amazing. And Sam asked me if they were going to be pinching themselves. Like, man, I'm going to tell you what. I've been to uh, Cartersville Stadium. It's called Wyman Stadium, if I remember right. I've been there. They're going to be pinching real soon. (laughs) You think so? They're not in Kansas anymore. (laughs) No, that's right. (laughs) Or wherever. But you know what, though? They go in with as much confidence as they could possibly have. What a great opportunity for those kids. And what do they have to lose? They were three and seven. Nobody, everybody wrote them off before the playoffs even started. Right. They probably most people said they shouldn't even made the playoffs. They go in there, they beat the region champ by one point. They go to the next week, they beat a good Dutch team by one point. Yeah. They're not scared of Cartersville. It's just going to be a little different. It will be a little different. And if they can pull this one off, oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, Tony Welch is the coach's name, and I, yep. I'll be honest, I don't know Coach Welch. Yeah. But we're going to find his number. We're going to put a APB out. Yeah. And, and we're going to talk to him if they win this thing tonight, I guarantee What a you. week this has probably been for them. Can you, can you, you imagine because – They you know, were not planning on practicing on Thanksgiving. They were not planning on doing this at all, right? What makes it great? I mean, it's what makes high school football great is that you don't know right now at 6.52 and the game starting at 7.30, you don't know who's going to win these games. You, you can have a decent idea, but you don't know. And it, it does seem like, Sam, and you can probably speak to this more than I can – from covering for so long. But, you know, college and pro football, obviously, but college football is, is for a long time been that way. Yeah, you know who you think is going to win, but you never know, right? Right, right, right. High school ball wasn't really like that. I mean, you see a couple games a year. I mean, 20, 30, 40 years ago, you go about line the schedule up and say – You knew what was going to happen. You knew who was going to beat who. Right. There would be a couple games a year that were toss-ups, right? It's not like that now. Yeah. It's just not like that. Way more teams are decent. More than half the teams are good. But half the teams have to lose every week. Yeah, More than half the teams are playing tonight are, are, are semifinal quality teams. More than half, Sam. More than half of these teams are semifinal quality teams. Let me read off again the list. Lee County, Douglas County, Gainesville, Woodward, Maris, Roswell, Thomas County, Central, Rome. Who among that group should not make the semifinals? None of them. They're all semifinal no. quality teams. Yeah. Four of them going to make it, four aren't. And that's why you're seeing so many toss-up games. There's more teams that are worthy – then there are spots. Wow. And that's so what used to not be. Yeah, used to not be. But now the talent is so, you know, the preparation, the coaching. Um, yeah, there are a lot of things. And you see, you see the schools popping up, like Lumpkin County. You know, you see the programs like that that end up having success, uh, you know, like Harris County. Well, Harris County's got Jefferson tonight. Mm. They're going to go down to your place. Is it at Harris County? Yeah. All right. Well, maybe Coach Nolan stopped there by Hunter's Pub. And talk to him, but uh, you look Harris County having a historic season. Yeah, and I would think that Jefferson's probably the favorite in that game. But that fits what I was saying, saying that yeah, Jefferson is the favorite in that game. Doesn't mean Jefferson's going to win. Right. 
Like, that's a quality team in Harris County that's got a lot of pride. They're playing at home. They're playing for a semifinal berth. Yeah, you never know. You never know. And we're going to find out tonight. Before we leave, we'll know. We will. Before we leave tonight, we'll be filling in the blanks for next week and the semifinal round as the march on Mercedes-Benz Stadium continues from one end of the state to the other, from the north Georgia to south, from east to west. It's the quarterfinal round of the high school football season and the playoffs. Our our reporters are getting set. We're going to have previews for you. When we come back to get things started in the 7 o'clock hour, you stay with us. We're just getting started on quarterfinal night. Have this, go, have this go alongside with your shopping and put us along with your leftovers, right? And send us some if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, send us some. Colony Square. Oh. <laughs> it's the Scoreboard <laughs> Show. It's Sports Radio 929 at the Game at 92.9thegame.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Keeping it local. This is the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. To the 7 o'clock hour here on this Friday night, this quarterfinal Friday night. 
for the GHSA High School State Football Playoffs. We had our march on the Mercedes-Benz Stadium and the state championship games getting closer and closer now, but this is the round of the Elite Eight, if you will, in each classification around the state. Sam Crenshaw with Chris Parker. I got Dom Chirosky working the other side of the glass. Tonight we'll be hearing from Damian Day-Day-Lewis and also Garrett Chapman. They're keeping an eye on things around the area and people checking in with us uh, throughout the evening. So, uh, great. You know, Coach, you had a chance yesterday, because I was here yesterday morning with Greg Clark. You work on Thanksgiving, too. I'm here with Thanksgiving. Here, here, Greg and I were both here uh, yesterday morning at 6 o'clock. And at 6.40, just before he tooted the whistle for their Thanksgiving Day practice, we had uh, Coach Maurice Dixon that came on with us out of Creekside. And, you know, we talked about earlier about coaches who plan on doing this because it's something that they know they're going to be able to do it. You tell your parents and everybody, hey, don't make any plans for this week What we're going to because we plan on, on practicing and playing football. We had a chance to talk with him, and uh, he shared his thoughts just before he took the team out for their practice. Coach Maurice Dixon, Creekside High School, I appreciate you. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Coach. Thanksgiving to you, Coach. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Good morning, fellas. <laughs> good, good morning to you. Get- Oh, go ahead. Go, go, no, go, go ahead, Greg. I just, I'm just saying, Coach, listen, this is, you know Mr. Crenshaw is high school football. And so mm-hmm. work, working with him, he has educated me in a number of ways about what, just the little, the little things about this sport. And has he just explained, this is when you want to be coaching. This is when you want to be doing your job. What is it like for you right now? Just, I mean, the inner joy of your team performing the way it has this year, 11 wins and all that stuff. But getting up on this Thanksgiving morning. And getting them ready. What's that like for you? Um, I tell you what. You know, you know. Anytime, other times we have morning practice, and it's kind of a struggle to get up. Today, just wake up with a sense of being thankful um, that you got the opportunity to be a part of those eight teams still vying to win the state championship. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Now, it's we have a number of schools who are going through this for the first time. We mentioned the folk at Jenkins down in Savannah. They were three and seven coming to the playoffs. I don't know if they had a plan for today, but you guys have been here a number of times. Talk about what you have in place and what is this day usually like for your team? Okay. Well, we're lucky enough to – this will be our fourth Thanksgiving in a row. Um, you know, practicing on Thanksgiving because of the success we've had as a program. Um, so one of the things we started was the first year, um, we, we always have a, a team breakfast where the parents come in, they cook breakfast for the boys. Um, you know, we have some alumni that come in. So it's a great time to fellowship with the old and the new and to celebrate the success that we've had so far with the season. So who organizes that now? You don't you don't have to organize. I was gonna say he got a group of folks to take care of that, Some, right? Somebody else does that, oh, yeah. right? All I say is we in the we in, we in the quarter. Um <laughs> let's, let's get this breakfast ready. And my parents did a really, really good job of, you know, taking the leadership of that and making it happen. Yeah. There you go. Uh Maurice Dixon, head coach of Creekside joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio, ninety two nine the game. 92.9thegame.com. All right, this is the other thing I know about your team. Not only did you just kind of run through everybody here in Georgia, it got to the point where you had to just basically jump on a plane and go out to California. It was an unfortunate trip as far as the wins and losses, but what did you take from going out there? What was, I mean, what was the determining factor to take that trip um, out there? Because when I heard about Creekside going to California, wow. Talk about that experience. Um, number one, I think it was just a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity uh, for our program and for our kids. Um, to get together and make it happen, to make that trip out to play modern day. Uh, number two, I knew it might be a time that we had to go on the road in the playoffs, so I wanted to take our guys into a hostile environment 
where they had to kind of figure it out for themselves what they needed to do in order to win the game. Um, while we weren't successful in winning the game, I feel like we took a lot of steps toward preparing for this moment right here. Yep, yep, they are. Talk about hostile environments. Uh, Coach, you guys have been home for the first two games of the playoffs. You beat Dalton last week, 49-24, but now you go to Warner Robins, and uh, that place is notorious for being a difficult place to play, especially when they uh, when they got a good team down there. You know, Warner Robins as a program is just a, it's a really good program. It's one of the best programs in the country over the success they've had over the last six years. Um, and then you top that down with the going out to the back and playing, and that's one of the host- most hostile environments in Georgia high school football. Plus, it's just a great opportunity. Yeah. Thoughts about today. What is your practice like today? I mean, you're going to start here at 7. How long are you, how long are you guys going to go? We'll go from 7 to 9. Um, you know, we go through our pre-practice, and we'll go through a regular Thursday, which is our run-through. Coach, as you sit here on this Thanksgiving morning and uh, having the success that you've had this year, we like to take a second and, and let the head coaches – Talk about the assistance that you have uh, gone through and gone into war with this year and, and how they've helped you out getting to where you are on this day. Um, I think I'm lucky, man. I got one of the best staffs in the state. Um, not only are they great coaches, we've built continuity because we only have one new new guy on the staff, um, but my defense coordinator is one of the best guys in the state, Ransom Query. Um, Trent Francis has grown into his OC role. He's doing a fantastic job. Uh, my DB's coach, Delonte Amy, does a great job with a young group. Uh, Jahari Revis is a new coach. Um, he's done a fantastic job. You know, mainstays like Anthony Hill with special teams and my O-line coach, Coach Westmoreland. Um, my running backs coach, I think, is the best one around, Reginald Stanley. So I think we're really, really successful. And then I, and then I got a D-line coach, Sheldon Peters, who does a fantastic job also. So I'm blessed to have not only a great staff, but the staff that chooses to work with us and stay and be a part of our tribe. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, maybe give a shout out to your athletic director now, because she works hard for you too. Oh, she's the best in the business, Dr. McKee Troy. Um, you know, I wouldn't be where I am without her giving me an opportunity, and of course, her guidance and leadership when I need it. This is in your heart because this is your school, and what does it mean? I was just remind, reminding Greg your first season that you returned to be head coach. You went zero and ten. Um, I know, I know that seems like a long, long, long time ago, man. But the thoughts about what it means to have your school um, doing the things that, that you're doing. You could be doing this someplace else, but even the trip to California um, and seeing the looks on the faces of the young people you're working with, knowing that they're walking the same halls that you walk. But what, what, is that, what does that mean to you? Like I told you, I'm blessed, and I'm thankful for the opportunity that I was given um, seven years ago. Um, I, took a, um, I took a shot on the kid who was the office coordinator, and allow him to grow and make mistakes as a head coach. Just thinking about the success we've had over the last seven years, it is a testament of, you know, the hard work that we put in, you know, trying to be consistent every day in our effort, um, creating the right attitude and making our kids as tough as possible. So I'm really just excited. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a labor of love for me because, you know, the opportunity to take these boys across the country, doing things that people said that we couldn't do on this side of town, um, I'm just proud of the accomplishment we've made so far. You talk about this uh, this side of town, and I'm going to let you talk about that for a moment too because when I think about that side of town, I think about you guys, I think about Langston Hughes, I think about Westlake, uh, the talent that is there, and if anybody ever comes to play in that area of town, they know they got to bring their best game 
Uh, thoughts about that region of, of town, that South Fulton, College Park, um, you know, Fairburn, uh, Palmetto area, and uh, what makes it so special down there? Um, I've just seen, number one, it starts with our youth programs. Um, I feel like the youth programs in the area are some of the best in the state. Um, and those guys go to high schools where there's really, really good coaching. Um, a lot of times they try to downplay the coaching on the outside of town by just saying we got great athletes. But if you don't have people that have put them in the right direction and guide and mold them to be the players they can be, I just don't feel like you had the success. When you look at the success that Boone has had over at Langston and Cole Zachary is having at Westlake, and then what we're having at Creekside, uh, I think it's comparable to any county, any city area in the state of Georgia. Um, so, you know, the South Side got something to say. Um, and it's just a lot more than just athletes do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know what time things get going with the coach here. I mean, you said he's going to blow the whistle blow right the after whistle, talking. But before, before he blow the whistle, I got to ask you, and I got my hand over my heart. Yeah, he does. Because you, you're one of the many, I'm proud to say, one of the many uh, high school head football coaches who are uh, alums of University of West Georgia. Yeah. Coach, we going D, we going we going D one. Can, 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 can you allow allow yourself to think, you know, <laughs> that you would ever hear Division one with West Georgia? Hey man, all I can think about is those back to back week trips, thirteen hour bus rides to Arkadelphia, uh, to play Watch Top Battles in Henderson State. <laughs> so to go from that to opportunity to be a Division one program, yeah, we all we know you always talk about how great an opportunity it is and how great an area that they have mm-hmm. um, if they were given the opportunity. I'm excited to see what's going to happen, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am, I am, I am as well. I, I, I pinch myself when I Y'all think about like that. Y'all are like giddy over here. Yeah, big man, West Georgia D1, man. <laughs> I, uh, like, listen, congratulations. <laughs> Y'all, you're feeling more than me. But listen, he is, he's been walking on cloud nine talking about that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Coach, we appreciate you. You got about five minutes to go here before you got to blow your whistle there. Yeah, he get a chance to, you know, have a cup of coffee or whatever, or whatever he drinks in the morning, get him ready. You know, he's ready, though. He's ready to go out. There's a little chilly out there, Coach, but that, yeah, you know, it is. It, it, it's football in December. I mean, for almost, it's almost December, right? There you go. Yeah, yes, sir. All right. All appreciate right. it. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Good, good, good luck to and you happy guys. Happy Thanksgiving, Coach. You and players and families and all of that. Everybody right, connected with Creekside. Thanksgiving to you guys, too. Try Pride. All right, Dallas. There you go. All right, and that was yesterday morning. Had a chance to spend some time with Coach Maurice Dixon. And, uh, you know, he, he talked about the program and, and where it's come from. I mean, he, we all know when he got the job, 0-10. and 0-10. 0-10. Not 0-10 anymore. Uh, no, no. 9-1 and for the first time in his tenure. 9-1 for the first time in 10 years. Creekside won the state championship 10 years ago this year, 2013. Mm-hmm. And their only loss to modern day in California. So 9-0. and in Georgia teams, and going to Warner Robins, two region champs, Warner Robins Creekside. Yeah. Let me tell you a little something about that, Sam. Last year, Creekside season ended Thanksgiving week at Warner Robins. Two years ago, Creekside made the semifinals. Okay. Lost to Warner Robins. Wow. Warner Robins looking for three-peat of putting Creekside out of the playoffs. Coach Dixon didn't brought that up, I'm sure. No, he didn't. He, he did not bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't bring it up to you and Greg, but he brought it up in that locker room. I guarantee he did. And three years in a row, Creekside and Westlake – I'm sorry, Creekside and Warner Robins deep in the playoffs. Warner Robins won the first two. But this year, this 5A bracket, you know, you got Creekside 
You got Creekside and you got Warner Robins. The winner of this is going to play Jeff, the winner of Jefferson Harris County in the Hunter's Pub game. Yep. And on the other side, you got Coffee and Cass and Cartersville and Jenkins. So this is a class where Cartersville's heavily favored over Jenkins. Coffee's heavily favored over Cass. Not saying it's going to matter, but the computers are telling me that Cartersville and Coffee are going to win. Okay. Jefferson is heavily favored over Harris County. Creekside and Warner Robins a little closer. So this is the game in that classification where you figure the winner's got a real chance to compete for the state championship, and, of course, the loser's season's over. Yeah. Wow. And that's what's happening. We just talked about the 5A class and what you have. You have some surprises there. Jenkins is a surprise. Cass, I don't know if we call them a surprise. They got their revenge last week. Yeah, they, they lost to Mays in the playoffs last year. And so many times last week, and I think there was three or four instances that were right off the top, Somebody played the same team they lost to the year before and beat them in the playoffs. It was Wesley and over Stevens County after they knocked them out earlier, Cass and Mays, and there were a few others. I'm going to call a Creekside over Warner Robins tonight at Warner Robins. That's tough to do. On the road. That's hard to do. Going down there, stopped at the Bucky's. Makia done tweeted out she's been at the Bucky's. Been to the Bucky's. <laughs> I don't know if the team went, but, but Makia, but, but the athletic director with Kid Troy, she did go to the Bucky's. I'm saying the Bucky's is good luck. Uh huh. And they're coming back on a happy ride back oh my goodness. to Fairburn. All right. <laughs> That's what we're looking for. That's what we're looking for, folks. All right. Getting set for the start of the games. We're about 15 minutes away from kickoff of games across the state of Georgia. We'll be following them for you here on the High School Scoreboard Show tonight. Your High School Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. High School's Football Scoreboard Show. Friday night, Under the Lights. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. About 10 minutes away from kickoff, games around the state quarterfinal night here on the High School Scoreboard Show. 
Sports Radio, 9290 Games, 9290game.com. Glad you're listening with us. Glad you're with us and accessing us in whichever way you are around the state. If you're listening, you know, radio or your smart device, uh, if you're online, if you've downloaded the Odyssey app, glad you're doing that. Uh, if you go back and listen to any of our uh, past episodes, they're there, or any of the stories or interviews that have been here on Sports Radio 9290 Game throughout this week. As we've been, it's been a big week for football, period, when you think about high school quarterfinals here. we got, you know, rivalry week for college football games that are being played around. I know you have your eye on one particular one that's happening the next state over. Iron Bowl. <laughs> You know, and, 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 and you have to forgive me because I have a problem with calling it that because it's not played in Birmingham anymore, but go ahead. It should be played in Birmingham. I'm fine with that. Yeah, Auburn yeah. folks want it somewhere else. Sam. Well, uh, but, but We were fine playing it right down the road from home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> Auburn people wanted to play in Auburn. Well, 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 both of them have stadiums now that are so much larger yeah, that's than right. Field now. You know, It doesn't but, mean anything to do with iron, but the tradition continues. Yeah, yeah. And the games in Auburn are always different. So if you're not really close to that rivalry, the game's in Auburn, which is the game tomorrow is in Auburn. Right. Always a little different. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I know we're talking high school ball, but but keep your eye on that game. I would love to tell you Alabama's going to blow Auburn out, but but they don't. In in Auburn, things go bumping Things go weird. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ten years ago this week, kick six in Auburn. You know, the games in Tuscaloosa are usually Alabama blowouts. Yeah. Yeah. The games well, at Auburn well, well, are different. Well, until Cam Newton came to town. Yeah, they, they've lost once yeah, in the last a, about 25 years yeah, or so. That, that, that was, that was or 20 years different. or so. That was a little different. But, yeah. yeah. So, but the game's in Auburn tomorrow, so yeah. keep an eye on it. Don't just assume Alabama's going to win. Well, yeah. Georgia-Georgia Tech, a little different. They can play that thing in Michigan, Mars, yep. <laughs> Athens, or Atlanta, <laughs> and Georgia's probably going to put it on them. Yep. But, but we're looking to see if Georgia Tech, you know, does well because, to me, I've been telling people Georgia Tech has a great recruiting class on the way. Yeah, doing a really good job at Georgia Tech. Coach Key's gotten there. They've had a successful season on the field compared to what they've done recently, and they have really ingrained themselves into the high school culture. Yeah. And uh, really been excited to see that. So uh, that has been nice. And excited to see those guys get to compete tomorrow. But Georgia and Georgia Tech, uh, programs in two different places, but both doing well relative to the expectations they have at the moment. Absolutely. But one's expectations are through the roof. Uh, they're going places we've never seen it go before. But obviously, you know, for one, there's a chance to, uh, to, to be bowl eligible for the first time in a while. And that's, like I said, this game still has a lot to do with recruits. Yeah, the sure. recruits that watch this game here in the state and, and make their decisions. And so uh, maybe the game tomorrow will give some who may be sitting on the fence or maybe thinking one thing, maybe think something different because of what they get to see you know, in the game, which is tomorrow night, by the way. Night game. Night game. Yeah, prime that, time. That's a step up, too, though. It is. Night game. Georgia, is. You know, it benefits Georgia and Georgia Tech when both of them are good. It benefits Alabama and Auburn when both of them are good. Right. Uh, you know, the fan talk's fun. But the reality is this better when both of them are good. Yeah. Yeah, and we talk about even and even down in Florida, Florida State, we're all talking about schools that are watching young people who are playing tonight. Cam, I told you I'm really hoping Florida shows up tomorrow in that game with Florida. Really? State. Yeah, I mean for two reasons. You know, Billy Napier. That's a yeah, Billy right, Napier right. is one of our guys. Right, like, that's a high school right. coach Napier at Murray County. Son, that's, that's a guy. Like you know, I pull for Coach Napier, but you know, selfishly, the tide does need um, Florida to maybe beat Florida State. So. <laughs> 
Uh, I, I'm, I'm I, for I the Gators. Florida State maybe just being a little problem right now because because of what happened with quarterback, the quarterback. down. Yeah, quarterback you know, down. That's I tough think. to see, Sam. You know, people tell you that one of the hardest things, you know, they tell you as a coach sometimes, the hardest thing as a coach is blank, blank, blank. And you know what the hardest thing as a coach is? What? See kids get hurt. Yeah. It really is. The, the real hardest thing, and as a coach, it's hard to portray that to other people, but it really is. Even Jordan Travis being hurt yeah. pains me, and yeah. I don't have any attachment to Florida State. But you don't want to – you just know the work that people do when we're not paying attention. You know all the work they do during the week, all the work they do in the offseason, and to see people get hurt in, the, you know, devastating injuries, the ones that end the season. Right. It's just really, really the toughest thing as a coach you do to have to look at the young men – uh, knowing all the work they put in, especially early in the season, and they do something and they're out for the year. Yeah. And that, yeah. That's, that really is the toughest things. It's not the blown call. It's not the bad pass interference call you got or whatever. It's really not. It's that. And so I, I felt a little bit of that yeah. watching that young man yeah. be out for the year when he's taking his team to being undefeated. They're trying to win a nice championship, and, and he's out for the year. Yeah, it's really kind of brought that program back yeah. uh, the way we had seen it for so many years, folks. As we get closer and closer to kickoff, like I said, all the schools we mentioned are watching young people tonight in our state. Yes, they, they all, are. They, they all have been trying to attract them. Uh, some have commitments from them. Some are still working on those commitments. <laughs> some want to shore up those commitments. You, we want to know what the commitment bowl might be going on tonight. You know the get, the recruit bowl. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Buford at Grayson. My goodness, Sam on both sides of the field. Sam, just so. Just I mean, so people many. on the bench. <laughs> Or Division One athlete. Yeah, absolutely. There's some players on both sides. I mean, absolute studs. All three, 10th graders, 11th graders, and 12th yep. graders, both teams. I watched both of them warm up. They Neither one have lost a warm-up all year, but somebody's going to lose one tonight. Somebody lost a warm-up right now. You think and so? I don't know which one it was. I guess Jeff Sintel will have to tell us because I'm telling you, they neither one have lost a warm up all year. These are some good looking young men on both sides, some big old guys. And that starts getting off the bus. Man. <laughs> that start, if you see them get off the bus, that's impressive. We went to the Corky Kale. Yep. And um, we did the game before Grayson and Walt. Yep. I went down to the field. My dad was with me. He didn't realize that was a high school team. Yeah. Grayson and Walton. Some grown men. Yeah. And Grayson may have had more of them than Walton. And Walton had some really good ones. Yep. Grayson is an impressive-looking group. And Buford might have won the warm-up. What's that tell you about this thing? Yeah. And, and you think about Grayson. They've come a ways since that first game. Because a lot of people look at that game and said, whoa. whoa yeah, new head coach, Centavius right? Bryant. He's a young guy. Mm-hmm. Really, really well-respected coach for a young guy. I mean, like a guy that everybody in the coaching world knew was going to be a star. Grayson hires him, takes over Adam Carter, who went to Lowndes. So that's their first game together. Brand new staff. A lot of the guys on Coach Carter's staff left. So whole new staff, same good players, first time together. Well, they're going against Walton, who's brought everybody back from the team that beat Buford the year before in the playoffs. Same coach for the fifth or sixth year in a row. You know, it's kind of a kind of a destined to go the way it went when you look at it now. Right. Walton wins that game big. Walton goes to 1-0. and Grayson goes to 0-1. You think, man, what's wrong with Grayson? Well, first off, Walton's really good. But they had all the advantages going into that first game of the season. What Grayson is hoping for, they're hoping they pulled the upset tonight on Buford. They're hoping Walton beats Carrollton. 
they get to play them again next week. How about that? How about that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a lot. And that, look, you talk about Grayson. That's a team that's been through quite a bit this season, you know, even being in that same region with Newton. Because who knew that Newton was going to be the force in that in that region that was going to pop up and, and knock some people off? Really six good teams in that region. Four mm-hmm. made the playoffs. Brookwood on the outside looking in. South Gwinnett on the outside looking in. Very good programs this year. Uh, Parkview really good. Newton really good. You know, it was just one of those times where, you know, half the teams <laughs> had to lose. Yeah. But great region. Prepared Grayson for this. But Buford, still Buford. Oh, absolutely. For whatever reason, we don't – they don't even come up that much for us in the scoreboard show because it's so obvious they're going to win most games. And the only game all year they played where maybe we hyped it up on our show was against Mill Creek, and, and Mill Creek won the game really close. But So this is the next time, I think, that you could say, okay, not that they're – I don't know if they're going to win or lose, but it's the next time we're coming into the Kia Studios and we don't know if they're going to win or lose or not. Right. How about right. that? So yeah. I'd say – you know, it's such a hype team because of the quarterback, because of all the recruits, and it's just Buford, and they've just developed that name over the last 25 years. That, But they've never won in 7A. They've only been in 7A two years. Yeah. But they never won in the highest classification. And that's something I know Coach Appling really wants to do, something this group of seniors want to do. And they're going to have to beat some really good football teams. So let's talk about 7A right quick. Okay, okay. We're so about- Buford's playing Grayson. We've talked about that one. The winner of that will play – the winner of Carrollton and Walton. Is that something I can interest you in? Walton, oh, yeah. I think the best team all year as far as if you just go off of the results of what you've seen on the field, Walton and Colquitt County, really, really good. Carrollton lost a game in the first game of the year, lost their running back who was probably one of their best players. I know everybody knows about the quarterback, but the running back is a senior, like star, exactly what I was talking about. Right. Kid worked right. all year worked to play, gets there. hurt in the first game. It was devastating. They lose that game, probably from that mental angst of losing this team leader early in the game for the season. But they haven't played a close game since, man. They've been getting after it. And so that Carrollton-Walton game, which is about to kick off, yo, yeah, that's something. Watch out. Then Colquitt County, who maybe – some people think Colquitt County is the best team in the state. I mean some people. I mean some smart people. Okay. People that know ball. They're playing Milton, and they're the heavy favorite over Milton. But Milton – Heavy favorite? I mean, the computer said 13 points. Okay, but I say yeah, that's that heavy. Is, that is that Two is. touchdowns. But Colquitt County has not played somebody probably equal to Milton yet. We'll see what they do tonight. Yeah. They, they struggle a little bit Westlake early, and then they pulled away. Milton is really well coached and got some really good players. So I can see Milton pulling the upset here. I really could. But they're going to need a lot of stuff to go their way. Colquitt County stacked. Yeah. But that game's in Fulton County. Yep. That's one of them things. They had to come from Moultrie all the way up here. But they got a history of doing that now. They got a history of doing they, they, that. They, have a, they do have a history of – And then Mill Creek is a two-touchdown favorite over Camden County. But Camden County, that game started actually at 7, Sam. 7 nothing Camden County early. Wow. Camden County scored on the first drive, 7 nothing Already up. So, But think about – so if you're Buford, to, to, to end that thought, if you're Buford, you got to win tonight over Grayson – then you got to beat Carrollton or Walton. Then you got to beat maybe Colquitt County, Milton, Mill Creek, somebody like that. Wow. That's why it's hard to win the 7A state championship. <laughs> yeah, very hard, very hard, very hard. Garrett Chapman uh, is out and has a preview for us. Let's check in with him right now. Time now for the pregame sideline report. 92.9 The Game's high school scoreboard show is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 
Sports Radio 92.9, the game in the high school scoreboard show. This is Garrett Chapman live down in College Park for a battle between two number one seeds in 6A. We have the number 10 rated Woodward Academy and the number one rated Gainesville Red Elephants. And guys, we got fireworks early. The opening kick was returned for a touchdown. Three-star uncommitted prospect Josiah Abdullah returns the kick. 90 yards, and we have a, a quick seven to nothing lead. The Red Elephants are about to come right back out onto the field, but the home team just exploded. This, fi this sideline is electric. This place is electric. We got a lot of fun down here. It is two 6A teams. We have the defending state runner-up in Gainesville, who is down early, the number one team in the country, who does not allow a lot of points. We got a defensive slugfest we're in for tonight. So these special teams are going to be critical. But this is a fantastic start to the game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and High School Scoreboard Show. This is Garrett Chapman. Guys, I'll keep you updated. Yeah, how about that? So Woodward Academy scores on the opening kickoffs. How about, yeah. Seven nothing over Gainesville. There. Let, let me tell you a little story about that, Sam. We gotta go. You know how he was watching uh, Georgia Tennessee last week. We right. talked a little college football already yeah. in this segment. So, if I remember right, on the very first snap, Tennessee, Tennessee, seventy five yards to the house. Yeah. Rocky Top. People going crazy. Dolly, Dolly, Parton. Dolly Parton. I mean, it was on. <laughs> Peyton Manning. Yeah. Okay. And I'm telling you, I swear I thought this, and I think it right now. Sometimes, if you ain't coach, you may not really understand this, but sometimes, believe it or not. That's the worst thing that can happen. You think? Yeah. You know, you think. Here's why. Let me. You come into the game. Okay. And you're like, we're about to beat these guys. We got them. You have that immediate success on the opening kickoff or first play. And everybody just kind of is like, oh, we, we kind of, we're, we're, we're okay. You don't need that. Yep. You need that to build all night. And you need that massive play in the fourth quarter. And sometimes, I'm serious, I don't have any stats to back this up. I'm just going off a of field. But sometimes when you let the opening team, a team runs the opening kickoff back, assuming both teams are kind of equal. Right. It actually hurts, not helps. We'll see. We'll see. see. Yeah, we'll we, got, see. we got a coach in John but, Hunt. We got a coach in John Hunt. I don't think he's going to allow that. No, no, no. no. It's, because co yeah. coach, co coach Hunt. Coach Hunt, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, okay. But you're right. Coach Hunt not. Coach Hunt ain't tackling or blocking them. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. <laughs> so, he's not. It's got, no, but, but that does happen, Sam. Really, like one team gets so excited. It gets so electric that it actually sucks a lot of energy out of you. And I think it happened at Tennessee. I really do think that. Okay. Then in a weird way, they'd have been better off going 20 plays and scoring than scoring on the first play when everybody's so excited. Yeah. And then you get so excited and so relaxed to a point that you think you got a chance. Like, we really got this. Right, right. That you drop your guard from just playing and settling into the game. This is on their home field, too. Just yeah. like Oh, the place like, is going wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah, now. We'll play. see. We'll, we will see. We'll Folks, see. We're just getting started. A couple of games. Well, all the games have kicked off now except for maybe one or two. Underway, we're going to keep up with those games. Coming back, though, we're going to preview another game, and we're going to have the coaches' checklist. That is coming up when you stay with us. On this Friday night, this quarterfinal Friday night, the High School Scoreboard Show here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com. to more of the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and Mark Spain. Go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
Sports Radio, 929thegame.com. Sam Crenshaw, Chris Parker, nine floors up in our Midtown Atlanta studios on this Friday night. And Coach, these teams are wasting no time in getting on the board here. Boy, it sure looks like it. They're going to prove me wrong with all they get out of here. <laughs> Coquit County's up 8 nothing, less than one minute into the game at Milton. Woodward Academy was up less than one minute into the game at Gainesville. And Camden County was up less than one minute into the game at Mill Creek. How about that? Savannah Christian's up 7 nothing on Lumpkin County already. That's the first quarter score. That's a long trip. That's a They're very in Dahlonega. Wow. They're from Savannah to Dahlonega. That's a long ride. That's a very long ride. Gainesville and Woodward are now tied. 7-7. Mm. Seven, seven. Uh, that didn't take long. It is moving fast, folks. We're going to keep an eye on it tonight as we go along. But right now, as always, at this segment, we pause for a moment for the Coach's Checklist. Time now for Coach Parker's Coach's Checklist. As Coach and Chris Parker get their analysis of this week's biggest stories. Brought to you by Reliable Heating and Air. Get any sized air conditioner for only $69.99 per month. Visit ReliableAir.com. All right, Sam, this week... For the coach checklist, I really wanted to focus on the offenses. Everybody's an offensive play caller this time of year. You notice that? Oh, yeah. Everybody's telling you what you ought to call it up in the bleachers. But let me tell you why that's hard. Oh, the experts up there. But it's always hard. They're experts. But it's harder this time of year because the team has 12 films of you. Yeah. You got to remember, you, you as an offense, you got to evolve over the course of the season. So here's some keys to your offense evolving over the season. And guys who are – going to be successful calling offense tonight in their 13th game of the season because everybody's playing their 13th game of the season tonight. One, you got to find as many different ways to go formation shifts, motions over plays. So you're going to run your base stuff. A lot of, a lot of the same plays, but with a different formation, a different shift, a different motion. You want to hope the people in the bleachers don't even realize that's the same play. And you really hope that defense doesn't realize the same play. Yeah. But put people in different positions and formations they haven't seen all year, but you're running stuff you know how to run. Because sometimes, saying when you put new stuff in, it don't go exactly like you think it's going to go. And it doesn't always work as well against that. Like, if you're playing Colquitt and you're Milton, it doesn't work against Colquitt like it worked against that scout team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, find as many ways there. You want to put formations all over the place. You, you, know, you know what your guys can do now. You want to have an answer for your stopping the base play. So, that's the second thing. you got to have an answer for what – they're going to stop. So there's no excuse after 12 games to say, okay, we're going to run this play. You know, and by the way, there's no such play, Sam, as run it up the middle. You know, because when they tell you to stop running up the middle, I don't right, know what that right. means. Yeah. But there is a play where they run inside zone or power or something in the middle of the field, and there may be a throw off of it or there may be a read for the quarterback, but there's an inside run play, okay? Well, let's say the team is stopping that inside run play. They got an extra guy. Maybe you got five offensive linemen, they got four D linemen, two linebackers. That's six over five. See, football ain't that complicated as people think. Me and Dom even know six is more than five. So if they got six defenders, you got five people, that play probably not working. So what are you going to do next? Well, if they got six and you got five, you probably got some better matchups somewhere else. So what play are we going to call them? We got to know this in eight or nine seconds. Okay. So as quick as I just said that sentence, right. we got to know, okay, they stopped that. Here's what we're calling. And by the 12th, 13th game of the season, that's got to be pretty smooth. So if you're, if you're playing well tonight on offense, this is where you're going. you got to know when to call your best stuff. Third thing I'll tell you. It's four things I'm going to tell you. Okay. okay. The first one was about using formation. The second one was, you know, about having an answer. The third one is knowing when to call your best. 
Now, you got to know when you can attack a team. So I used to like throw a double pass. Okay. I like a double pass. You know, you throw it out to the wide receiver, let it be backwards, they throw it, score some touchdowns on it. But, you know, you throw in a double pass, Sam, this is how it has to work. If the kid's right-handed, you really need to throw the first pass to your left so he can catch it and throw it like a shortstop in baseball. You know why? There's no left-handed shortstops, right? Right. Because you can't catch the ball and turn. So if you try to throw the double pass to the quarterback's right, he's got to flip his hips to throw, be like a lefty at shortstop. So that's something you learn. Then you learn, hey, we probably need to throw this thing to our sideline. So if we're going to throw it to the left, we need to make sure it's one of the quarters because two quarters in the game, we're our left is going to be to our sideline. True. So we're going this way. And the sideline's the same way. So when we throw it left, so I can stand by that referee and say, hey, we're about to throw a double pass right here. And guess what? If it's close, they don't call any penalties. But guess what happens if it's close and you throw it to the other sideline? What's that? Everybody on that sideline screaming it was a forward pass. Oh. And it was a... <laughs> so you learn over the years to okay. call it. And that's just one example. I could tell you guys a million examples. That was kind of a fun one. But you have to know when to call your best stuff. You're going to get one chance to throw that double pass. You're going to get one chance to run this play where you can isolate a guy and maybe get a long touchdown pass. You'll get one chance at that. you got to call it in the right situation when you're getting that look you wanted. The best people by the 12th, 13th game know how to call that. And the last and always most important thing that people are better at this time of year if they're still playing, avoiding the good players. Accentuate their your good players, avoid theirs. Yeah. You've got to have plans where they can't just be a good corner, just shuts your guy down. You can't do that. You gotta find ways to move them around. You look at what Georgia does with Brock Bowers or somebody. You gotta find ways to get that good guy the ball and avoid their good guys. And you gotta have enough stuff in by now that they can't shut you down with just one position. They can't take a corner and just put him on your receiver. Okay. Or something like that. You're going to have to have formation where you move him around, get him away from that good corner, and give him a chance to make a play to put you in the semifinals. And that's what all these teams are trying to do tonight. So often, all you, all you uh, bleacher callers tell them to block somebody, <laughs> they're trying to block somebody. They didn't need you yelling it at them. It didn't help. <laughs> and that's it, folks. That's for the coaches checklist of course people can go and find more always if you're involved in coaching if you're getting around if you're working with some people who are coaching you do want to go to parker resource yeah parkerresource.org and by the way guys tongue-in-cheek with the three y'all scream all you want from the bleachers i love it it's what makes the game fun uh but i, <laughs> but I promise they're trying to block somebody i promise they are you don't have to just holler at them and tell them <laughs> that is fantastic fantastic the coaches checklist Always some great information and some fun as well here on this Friday night. Okay, we got a game that's about to kick off in about 10 minutes, and I.J. Rosenberg is there. He's going to check in with us. I.J., hope you and family had a wonderful Thanksgiving, and you got a you got a second helping coming up in this game tonight. Yeah, we do. I hope both of you guys had a, a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, we. you know, it's interesting because GPB does games. So, you know, right now they've got the state finals, um, the contract, and will bid on the state championships this year um, coming up. So they always get the first pick. But, you know, we go back and forth, and I work with their, you know, executive producer, Kevin Gerke. And, you know, we were just keeping our fingers crossed that they would take Carrollton the first week, and they did. 
so we got this great matchup tonight, which a lot of people, in fact, Max Preps rate this game as the second biggest game in the country in high school football tonight. And I'll tell you what, on both sides of the ball, there's just tons of talent. And I think what's really cool about Walton, guys, is that you got a lot of, you know, really good D1 talent on that team. But beside it's Ivy School talent and then Division Three talent. So they've got a nice mixture of kids that are going to be going to the next level, but at different levels. You know, Carrollton, meanwhile, is, you know, led by Juju, the quarterback, uh, who's a sophomore and having another great year. you got to wonder how many records this kid's going to break uh, by the time he leaves Carrollton. Uh, but, you know, this is a big one. Uh, it's really a big advantage for Carrollton. Um, to have Walton have to come up there and play. Uh, remember last year, you know, we had that Buford-Walton game uh, in the second round where Buford uh, ended up getting upset by Walton, and then Walton had to go play Carrollton, um, and Carrollton beat him. Uh, but I think this year, guys, I think I think Walton's going to get him this tonight. I really do. I just, I just think this team is a special team. They've got a special quarterback as well. Um, they've got, in my opinion, maybe – if not the best defensive player, uh, uh, you know, certainly Ashton Woods is, has got to be in the top five defensive players, the, the big middle linebacker for them. That's just almost impossible to stop. He'll be going to North Carolina. So I think, you know, I think it's going to be a great football game. But I'll tell you what, you look all around the state tonight. I mean, there are games that, I mean, it's a quarterfinal. There are state championship games tonight, guys. There really are. And it, and this is why, you know, I hope someday, and we work really closely with the Georgia High School Association, but we would, I, we've, we've got some ways to seed the team. Um, and, and wouldn't y'all love this? And I'd like to hear y'all comment on this. Wouldn't it be cool? You know, we're doing our 33rd high school football game of the season tonight. But wouldn't it be cool before the playoffs started to have like a you know, like the uh, the NCAA does with basketball, where you see them all, and how exciting that would be. And I think you can do that now, and it would it would lead to what I would call, you know, a little bit fairer matchups further along. Because a lot of people tonight really think that these two teams might be the best two teams in seven A. Yeah, just how it worked out with the brackets, IJ. I think that's actually a, be a very entertaining idea, no doubt. Hey, Modern Day and St. John Bosco are playing tonight, Sam. That's uh, two of the best teams in the country, literally right. two of the best three teams probably in the country. But outside of that, this is – if it wasn't for that game, most every week this is the best game in the country, Walton and Carrollton. I agree with IJ. Really looking forward to it. And I agree with IJ on this too. I think Walton's going to get them. Revenge games have been good to the team that lost last year so far, IJ. In the playoffs, I think five in a row, the team that lost last year played the other team in the playoffs again, the team that lost last year won. Yeah, and and I think that, you know, if you look across 7A, and I don't want to just, you know, talk about the big boys, um, but you really, I mean, the Buford-Grayson game, I think Grayson's going to take Buford tonight. Um, I, you know, you've got Milton-Colquitt County, that's the GPB game. Um, I haven't seen any score from that game yet. Uh, and then, of course, you've got Camden County, Mill Creek. So you've got some really good games tonight. And, uh, you know, down in 6A, I'm excited for Roswell. 
Um, you know, we're putting together um, all 22 teams for Corky Kell right now, so we're watching this game and that game, trying to figure this out and that out. But this could be an exciting night, you know, for Georgia high school football. Make sure you can check it out on our scoring app. And i got to tell you an interesting story, guys. So our scoring app is now 12 years old, and it basically hasn't really changed a whole lot. Um, it's the scores. It's live on Friday night, and that's where a lot of people go and get their live scores. But we got an alert. So we sit on an Amazon server, okay? And, um, and remember, we do it for the AJC, so we get enormous traffic. And because of what happened last week, okay, we got a call today from an Amazon rep who is a server rep that is that's responsible for the server that we sat on and they listen to this they said look we're just letting you know you need to stay in front of your dashboard tonight because you know and really turn up your power because remember this is black friday and they said is this I, i couldn't believe this but they say he said that on the on the amazon site and all the servers okay that they control in the United States, that they will do more traffic today than the rest of the country combined. I mean, which just, you know, gives you a little idea about how powerful Amazon is, but it also gives you an idea of how powerful our scoring, you know, is. And, you know, that, that, you know, we've had a deal with the AJC, my old employer, for a long time. And uh, so you can get all the scores tonight, but it, it's sort of interesting. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited. I, you know, I'm pulling for Walton, you know, mainly because John Woods, who's, uh, you know, uh, married uh, Mookie Blaylock, Beth's wife, of course, had three of Mookie's kids and adopted them and did a great job with them. And Don Blaylock's playing for Georgia Tech. Uh, and, but, you know, the, you know, their natural kid is Ashton and he, he really is a sensational player as guys. For Walton, I mean, he's really a you know, he's that six five prototype has that great horizontal speed, um, and you know they're looking for him to have a big game tonight. That'll be fantastic, fantastic players. We talk about you know the talent is on display and how college coaches are really watching the games in our area tonight because so much talent on display. The one that you have tonight is truly a showcase uh, of great talent. We think and. Chris Park and I, when we watched this Walton team, we watched them last year and then saw them again uh, earlier this season. Uh, they're the team that, you know, could be there at the very end. I mean, like people said, this is a game that could easily be this, the state championship game, these two teams that are matching up tonight. And what a setting for people. If you haven't been out to Grisham Stadium, it is quite a setting for high school football, isn't it, IJ? Yeah, it really is. When, when uh, my son was at Centennial um, and I was on the board and my son was a freshman, um, the the president um, resigned, and I had to take over the presidency uh, my son's freshman year at Centennial. And that was right before they were going to make their season schedule for the next two years. And I told the coach, I said, look, let's, I know this isn't going to be easy, but let's do a home and away with Carrollton uh, because it's going to teach the kids something. First of all, you're going to get a chance to see one of the better programs in the history Georgia football, but you're going to get to visit a place that's just sensational. And we did it for two years, and we got hit hard for two years, but it was a great experience for the kids. And I agree with you, Sam. Carrollton 
is it's just a special place. And it's a great stadium. They have a great field house there. Um, you know, Carrollton, you know, not only in football has been great, but really track is probably just as good over the years at Carrollton. They have this really big board that shows all the track records throughout the years and stuff. Uh, but, you know, I'm excited about tonight. Uh, we did a 30-minute pregame show, which is about to end in a minute uh, because it is such a big game. And, and like I said, this is our 33rd high school game of the, of the year, and I, I think the most exciting one that we've done. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, we're a minute or two away from kickoff, and I'll let you get to it. I.J. Rosenberg, always great spending some time with you on a Friday night. Let's enjoy the quarterfinal round. All right, guys. Y'all have a nice holiday. All right, all right. That is I.J. Rosenberg and some thoughts about Carrollton. That's a great facility out there. Absolutely. Fantastic facility. If you have never been to Carrollton, get out there and check it out, man. Great place. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just moments away from kicking that one off. And, boy, Milton and Calkwood County, 8-7 uh, still in the first quarter. Calkwood with the lead. We got some scores on some games that are in progress. We come back, we're going to get you up to speed on some of those games, maybe hear from some of our, our reporters with some updates. You stay with us on this Friday night. Arrow Sports Radio, 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 